All right, welcome back to Parenting Isn't Easy. Welcome. How's everybody? How are you today? I am well. You know, today today we're we we, had, we were off last week. We had big weddings and all kinds of stuff. And I don't we really didn't plan on being off. Was I sick last week? I trying to remember if that was yes, last week or was like two sick. weeks ago. You were sick last week. So I was sick, and we had to go out of town. So that's what threw us off. Yes. I couldn't remember what was the deal. But anyways, we're back today and um, back with parenting isn't easy. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about parenting each child individually or differently or whatever word you'd like to use there. Yeah, we I kept saying unique child, but you were saying unique. Well, like we're doing backyard against. Your backyard friends. Um, the backyard. Again. No, I said that parenting the unique child made it sound like a special needs kind of thing. Oh, okay. But no, so but it's parenting this is differently. Just normal parenting of kids who are different because your kids are different. Show me one family where every child has the same temperament. Hmm. Yeah. And not, I will show not, you an anomaly. That's not our house. Exactly. So we're talking about how to parent each child successfully. Yeah. Because not one thing works on every kid. Correct. So you, how you discipline, how you take care of all those kind of different other issues and have the talks and different things, those are all going to look different depending on who your kid is. You can't just think, hey, it's, I need this one kid needs date nights and this one kid needs um, attention for this and that and the other. You know, As much as I want Scout to go out and catch the baseball with me like I do with Cooper, it's just not going to happen. Are you trying to say that she can't catch the ball or that it's She can too- catch, well, we've, yeah, we don't want to go over there just in case. She might be listening. You never can tell. So what? So what? What do you find is? I mean, is it a birth order thing that you want to look at, or what are you looking at on these things? I think really. I mean, and birth order can play a part, but were you even thinking birth order? Or did I just throw that out and just completely like, oh. No, I thought about birth order. Okay. Um, but really, I mean, it birth order works in some families, and some families it doesn't because there's so many. Sp- specific things that you have to fall into with birth order like they have to be the same gender and they have to be a certain number of years apart and all that stuff for true birth order information to work and a lot of times there are like with our family we have a boy and a girl doesn't act like the oldest no she doesn't act like a firstborn she's not that leader kind of kid so that doesn't work in our family yeah. Um, you could do birth, but if your family does fit into that, then you can look at their personalities of what they are, what they need. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to is that well, everybody knows that the oldest is the best. That's what it boils down to. Um, <laughs> you're just saying that as a firstborn, I really see even in your family, birth order doesn't work because you're the only boy. Yeah, I know. But it should work for the, on the girl's side. It should work on your girl's side. Yes. And We're not going to get into the dynamics <laughs> of your sister's relationships in you don't, this you podcast. You don't want to do that? Um, Is that for another time in another place? I don't know that that's for another time ever. <laughs> I said another place. Okay, maybe another place. <laughs> I think we've gotten into that before. Yeah. yeah and we, we, that just needs to stay on the down low. We'll, yeah, we'll, just, we'll, we'll talk about that at Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> So really, I mean, and 
it's not just with discipline. It's with everything across the board. Some kids like Scout who will eat whatever you put in front of her. And then, yeah, well, except for chocolate, except for the good stuff, like yeah. chocolate and soda. Yeah. But for the most part, when we sit down at dinner, she eats what is provided to her. Cooper, not so much. Yes, last night he tried to sit there and tell us that he physically is allergic to anything that is good for him, and it just makes him sick. Just think about it. Yes, all vegetables. All vegetables. He is vegetable intolerant, I believe was the words that he used. (laughs) Not lactose intolerant, because he drank a big old glass of chocolate milk. Yes. So what works for some kids, where we, when Scout was little, we would bribe her with green beans to eat other foods. And then Cooper... All we could feed him was bean and cheese tacos. Yeah. It's and not going to work. <laughs> it's just not, that's just not going to be the case. That's just so, not going to be the case. So what do you, what do you do? So when you were doing research, cause you're my researcher, where, wh- how do you look at these different, different things and how do you gauge, like what's a th- way we can look at and say, Hey, this is a way I know how to discipline my kid or how do I know, know which way is the right way with my kid? Whatever works. Whatever works. Right. I mean, if this worked with, like, Scout when she was little, she didn't ever go in timeout. Yeah. Because we could reason with her she had that one as time. a two-year-old. We said, hey, you're, you need to, we're scared you're going to do this. And your answer, and she started crying because she thought you were in trouble. But that's just how you, that's, that's just, I think like I'm in trouble with you half the time when you make comments about stuff. I'm, I'm going to put myself in timeout. That's what she said. And sometimes I think I need to do the same thing. That you need to put yourself in timeout? <laughs> she did put herself in timeout. So I'm in timeout. But Cooper, I'm pretty sure he's never put himself in timeout. No. <laughs> Cooper will sit there and try to have a conversation with you why you're wrong, and he's right in the com- in the conversation. So really, I mean, it does. Look at your kid's personality and how they respond to things. If they are a quiet, gentle spirit, then a heavy hand and yelling is probably not going to be the best choice for discipline for your kid if they're super sensitive and they don't want to be yelled at if they just cry and break they just down need to suck it up margaret no <laughs> they need to be dealt with a different way if you've got a kid who's super stubborn then you have to be super stubborn right back with them yeah i can in my day-to-day working with kids, I know who I have to walk in with and be stubborn. And when I walk into a classroom and somebody says, no speech today. Yeah. And then, you, but you know, you, you got to put that, put that forward. And you learn quick. I, I would think you learn quick. And you think you try different things, too. And I think, and I think, and here's the deal. The earlier you can figure out those t- different things, the better off you're going to be in the long run. That's really what, that's really what a lot of parenting that I find, that I think that where, where it's helped us is the fact that we found a lot of those tricks and a lot of different things like that early on in our kids' lives. And some of it's changed over the years, but really it's not changed too much. Right. And Another driving factor is beyond personality is finding something that motivates your kid because you want them to be, you want to be able to motivate them to encourage good behavior too. And that yeah. kind of goes back to the um, being consistent and being finding things that work and motivation and letting them know what qualities and what characteristic traits they have 
and how they can use them to better themselves and to make good choices and have that intrinsic motivation versus extrinsic motivation. Well, Elaine, what is intrinsic and extrinsic? Define that. Extrinsic is I'll give you this piece of candy if you clean up your room. Okay. Intrinsic is, oh, I don't want to trip over everything on my floor and fall into my door, so I'm going to clean my room. Uh, it's an inward motivation versus an external motivation. Yeah, I kind of need that extrinsic when it comes to cleaning my room. Like, here's a piece of candy. It, or it's the whole <laughs> Maybe if that's you... what I need. Mean. Somebody comes say, hey, I'll give you some candy. We'll go. Well, you can clean your office. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you need to talk to some people that you need some extrinsic motivation. <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. So, okay, so we look at it. Um, talk to me about what do you think is, like, in... So if, if we look at that, what are some uh, resources that we can look at on that kind of thing? Um, you could look at personality types. Yeah. Of, and just kind of have... If you go to like 16personalities.com and tab, tab your kids, take that test. Yeah. I mean, if they're old enough to understand the questions. Well, I mean, you could probably let them answer. You could look at their love languages. Yeah. And just kind of determine from there. What do you think our kids' love languages are? I think... I think it depends. Quality time is definitely for both of them. They both need quality time. You think so? I think that's big. Yeah? Yeah. They get that from you. Yeah. And then what do you... So if you go with love languages and then you go with... And stuff like that. um, I think that's just figuring... Like you said, just figuring out stuff. And when something works, you don't be afraid to use it. Right. And I did find a book. I haven't read it, so I can't say that I truly recommend it. But it's by... uh, um, let me look. I think it's Julie Lyles Carr. Yeah. And she is a women's pastor at Life Church in Austin. And she put a book out called Raising an Original. And it looks at the your children's um, God-given character, like, personality. Yeah. And then kind of gives you, um, or personality style. So that you can, and then gives you tips. It's called Raising an Original by Julie Lyles Carr. Gotcha. Parenting each child according to their God-given what's temperament. The, what's the Amazon um, approval rating on that particular, on that? Um, I don't know. Did you even look it up? Yes, well, I, I have it right here. Okay, what is it? I just had to switch my tabs. How many stars? <clears throat> it's pulling it up. Oh, okay. It has 81 reviews and five stars. There you go. So I would say it's pretty safe to recommend it. And it's cheap. It's only $8.87. There you go. There you go. Is it like, is that Kindle or is that like... No, that's a paperback. That's a paperback. Okay, cool. But she's a mom of... I need um, to order that. Maybe I need to order. I'll order that book and see if I There's a Kindle version. Is there? It's $6.49. Yeah, I'd rather have the paperback version. It kind of makes it kind of cool in my office to have them on the lined up. Yeah. So she also has like a little personality temperament assessment that you can give your kids to look at and... um, she breaks it down into four different personalities. The director, the inspirer, the steadfast, and the curator. The director? Mm-hmm. So I think that's like cruise director? Yep. Okay. Decisive. You know how to lead a crowd, get them moving. Okay. Opinionated. Yeah. Um, and then the inspirer is a ball, full of, a ball of fun, love people, energized by a crowd. 
steadfast or loyal, relational, diligent, steady. Um, curator is an amazing way of getting things in order and keeping them that way. Yeah, that's not me. That's not you. That's not me. No. I'd be that second one. What was the second? Inspirer? The Inspirer. That's the one I think I would fall under. You think under. you would be? What do you think you'd fall under? I'm not the Inspirer or the Director. Because you're not a ball of fun? Nope. You're always a ball of fun with me, babe. Um, yeah, that whole energized by a crowd part <laughs> would be a big negative on the Margaret Wickard side. <laughs> you had this weekend, this weekend you were, you were done with crowds. I was so exhausted. This, <laughs> like, after all, having to talk to all those people. And it's not that I didn't enjoy talking to people. So we, we didn't even go, to explain the wedding we went to this weekend. The wedding that we went to was a combining of... A combining of... of I'm trying to think of the words to... Pre- of combining of a couple of our different worlds of yeah. people. So our friend Mackenzie and Sarah got married, and we've known Mackenzie for a really long time, since he was 17. And so we had people from where we knew him from, because we lived in Cleburne at that time. And then we had people from Lubbock, who we knew because of our time there. And that's where they got married was in Lubbock. But then we also had people who knew Mackenzie because of Daryl and myself from San Antonio there. And so it was like this big blob of our three different worlds of everyone that we... All these people came in for the wedding and hung out and it was good times. It was literally like for the book where they were signing the book, I had to stop and talk to... Every single person in line. And you loved stopping and talking I to everybody. I do love stopping and talking to people. For me, I was like, oh, man, I get to work a room. Yeah. And me, I was like, hmm, I'm going to have to go talk to those people. How can I make it where I can talk to a whole big group of people and touch all of them at once and be done with it? Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was a beautiful wedding. It was, it was beautiful. And, you know, and I'm so excited for them, but it was, but I, you know, I think as when it comes to parenting and you think about stuff like that, you think about that whole having, for you being somebody who is that, in that quiet introvert person, you, I think your dad probably was the perfect parent for you in that particular world, um, because he very much understood he was easy he's a strong silent type yeah he's a strong silent i mean he's very he's he was fine with you want to just sit around and it didn't bother him if you were at home it didn't bother him like for me with our even with our kids i'm like dude our kids need to go hang out with people and they're like we just like to be at home by ourselves and we're you know because they we've got a couple we cooper's very much an introvert and he's like i don't care if i go hang out with people i'm like all right well that's up to you but but i think it's so i think it's just you're welcome yeah that's all you um but and you know and whereas you know with you know scout i think scout she there's different things with her where she's you know i think with her i want to push her to be more and more and she's grown into being more of an extrovert as she's gotten older yeah she's still pretty big homebody though yeah she is she is very much so what um with that, with the, I think that with all that stuff, it's yeah. So I bet you this weekend you were just exhausted. I was exhausted. There's lots of people think, to talk to. I think that's what parents, a lot of parents, they have to think about too when they come into these different topics. 
is like some of your kids, they just do, they just need to be at home. And you have so many, how often do we have into kids that are, they go, 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 but, and then they don't, their parents don't understand why they want to just quit their sports or quit, quit different things that they do. Yeah. I mean, and it, you got to think about personality across the board. It's not just discipline. It's not just their involvement in things. I mean, it's everything. What works for to get one kid to go to bed at night, their bedtime routine is totally different than the other kid. Some kid may thrive on an early bedtime scout, and some people may thrive on a little bit later bedtime. Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, that was, and that's, I didn't even think about that. That's true. Because, like, they were both of them, like, it was not even a... Cooper was one that it was just, I could either, I was going to fight with him all night long, but Scout was like, I'm going to put myself to bed. Yep. Yeah. It's, hey, it's bedtime. I'm going to go. Yep. And it's 9.05. I cannot function any longer. No. And it was like, she's got to be out and be asleep. Or yeah. Cooper, we have to like, even still to this day, watch out and go say, and, and he'll, the thing is, he, he still gets up early. He does. I mean, he'll sleep till noon if you let him. But for the most part, if he needs to get up, he gets up. Yeah, having to be at school at seven twenty has kind of ruined that. Kind of ruined that whole getting up, sleeping in late though. Yeah, that does kind of kill that. You get get up get up at six forty five every day. Who slammed their door? I don't know if they could hear that on there. Um, sorry. Um, Squirrel. <laughs> all right. Um, hey, so th- that's it. We're, we'll be coming back next week. We're talking. Make sure you leave us some comments and some reviews on Apple Podcasts and the different places you find Pat Podcasts. We're popping on to more of those all the time. Um, Spotify and different places like that. I think we're this. I think just in the last couple of weeks we got on Google. Oh, um, did we? Yeah. So who knew? I did because I was the one that filled out the form. Oh. Um, but there's just different things like that. Um, we'd love to hear any questions you had. In fact, I talked to a parent today about some stuff, and we may pop into a different um, a different conversation in the next couple of weeks. Um, about you know some different topics so send us some t- different topics feel free to leave us a leave us a message leave us a review we really appreciate it um we'll be seeing y'all talking to y'all next week bye Sometimes it's messy, but when it comes to love